Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In, the podcast for cozy introverts. We're your hosts, Megan Myers and Steffi Predmore. This week's topic, organizing. Hello. Hi there. How's it going? I know it's a loaded question. It's a loaded question. It's a loaded question. It's going. Yeah. It's going. Yeah. Like you know, I feel like 2020, it's just a year where <laughs> when you can be like, well, I'm still standing. Yeah. I mean, so. it's it's June already. So, yeah, it is June. You know, that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. We're, we're, we're making almost it. almost halfway through. Is it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's how the calendar works. Uh-huh. Honestly, who knows anymore? It really, it's hard to know. Because it does feel like the last five months have been 12 months at least. So, yep. so it kind of just messes you up. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's going. It's going. Your boys are all done with school over there. They're officially in, like, summer yeah. land. How's it's, that going? It's uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Um, Your enthusiasm is overwhelming, Megan. Well, so last summer was the first summer where they were both at home all the time. Okay. Um, because last year Max was in kindergarten. And before that, he was in daycare, like they had summer daycare and stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, last year, I can't, I can't remember how last year went, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I remember we, like, went to the pool a lot and we hung out with his friends and stuff like that. Things that you can't really do this year. Yeah. And so this year, I'm trying to be like, okay, well, you can't watch TV all day or play video games all day. But what are you going to do (laughs) because they're not very good about like doing activities on their own or like together usually if we ask them to like do something together they end up like wrestling sure um and so yeah i mean it hasn't they haven't had like break for very long so i'm hoping that we will figure something out because yeah uh today um like, Max and I went for a walk this morning, and then we got back, and I started to do some work, and I had my yoga mat laying out, and he started to use my yoga mat as an obstacle course of some sort. Oh, neat. Because um, <laughs> the yoga mat is, like, right in front of my desk <laughs> from yoga, I guess, earlier, mm-hmm. um, and... It was just right in front of me, and he was, like, hopping around, and it's kind of sticky, so it was making, like, a weird noise as he walked on it, and I was like, what, what, what are you doing? It's just what, one of those things where, like, are if you, you do doing? that for 30 more seconds, my head is going to pop off my body. Stop I it. Just, I mean, I was like, he's having fun. He's having fun. Right. Deep breaths. Um, I don't know, and then later on, they went for another walk with with their dad and came back and they were both super grumpy and <laughs> it's like a verge of tears for some reason and dinner has been 
a challenge lately because he doesn't want to eat it either because he doesn't like whatever it is. Uh, and that's oh, not an option fun. in this house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it was never an option in my house growing up either. And so I think we're just... Uh, it's just that we've been home for, you know, I don't... I don't know how many weeks. Way too long. And um, we we all kind of um, are tired of each other. And they, they're kind of bummed that we, they can't, you know, just play with us all day long. So right. Right. it's not great. I don't know what we're going to do for the rest of the summer. I'm trying to figure it out. I, I have no idea. Don't know. Don't Keep know. Keep us updated. if any listeners out there have any ideas on how to keep a 12 year old and a 6 year old occupied I mean the answer is video games but But (laughs) no not necessarily recommended (laughs) Uh, do I want their brains to rot or you know I mean they will be fine it's just you know I don't really like them spending all day long in a room that has no windows yeah I, understand. I can understand that. In a hole. <laughs> in in a the hole. bunker. Basically in a hole. In a dark hole. Yeah. Oh, uh, but we have made progress on our Marvel movie watching. Oh, that's good. How far we're are up, you? We're up to eight. Wow. That's pretty good progress. a lot. Yeah. So we had a double feature on one of the days. Whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't know what day it is. Um... And so, yeah, we're like one third of the way through. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. So it's not taking you. as long as I thought it would take. Very impressed. Gonna you're have gonna to start have to, spacing them out longer. Yeah, or you're gonna have to like come up with something for like afterwards. Like, okay, what's gonna be the next project? Oh, I have plenty of ideas for that. If it's your, if it's movie watching project, like. <laughs> I'm set on that. Perfect. Perfect. Just line them up. Line mm-hmm. them up. So we're talking about organizing today, which, I'll be honest, is not my forte. Which is kind of funny. It is actually. funny. It is funny because it's very, it goes against my type one. Yeah. Like, it's a very it, type one, type A kind of yes. thing. So... The thing that I'm really, really good at is organizing, like, systems for, Mm -hmm. like, work. Mm -hmm. And, like, when I was in school, like, my schoolwork, always super organized. Like, my work now, very organized. Um, All the paperwork for the adoption, like, all of that super organized. Like, I can go in, my, my email is always, like, cleared out. My, I have folders in my email inboxes for you know organizing things i have very extensive folders in google drive like all of that stuff is super organized it's my physical space that is a hot mess like it's it's all your crap (laughs) yeah it's like all in my brain everything that's like in my brain or an extension of my brain is super organized but then like i get like past that and i just like can't and it overwhelms me very much overwhelms me and so uh, i have a hard time with it like i want to be that person that is super organized i want to be that like type one person that's 
go got their beautifully organized home but I just not I I just get so like (gasps) like thinking about it and yeah and then I like get paralyzed with like I don't want to say like fear and indecision but that's like what it feels like (laughs) in my brain and then it doesn't happen there's a professional organizer here in town and like my dream is to be rich enough to hire her to just come organize my whole house because then I can keep it organized but I don't know how to get it there oh just I can just come over I'll just I'll just fly up for fun perfect I'll just do it for fun that's that's (laughs) excellent I, so I have a theory, actually, about this. So what were you like as a child with your stuff? Or, like, your household? Did your mom keep the house organized? No. Seems like your mom would. Not really. Really? My mom... We grew up... I come from a line of women that never learned how to clean and organize things. <laughs> well, so my, my like, great-grandmother and then my grandmother they grew up like they had they like had a maid that like did all of it and so because they had a lot of money and so like my grandmother never learned how to like keep a house and so then Mm -hmm. she like wasn't she didn't teach my mother how to keep a house because she didn't know how to keep a house and so then my mother was like she hated cleaning and organizing as much as i do and so like she also would always just get very like <laughs> yeah pilers and we have piles of things all around the house and then but like then I I I also so I, I will hyper focus on things um, and which is like a comes from my like ADHD and so occasionally I will go into like a hyper focus mode that has to do with like organizing something so like this past summer. I like went into hyper focus mode about the closet that's underneath our staircase. And I spent like two or three days just like tearing everything out of there, throwing things away, buying new organizing stuff and like completely reorganizing it and like did it. But like prior to that very like it was like a switch flipped in me one day because prior to that I couldn't even look at it because it overwhelmed me so badly. So I just have to wait for the moment. But I might be 97 by the time the moment hits for every area of my house. (laughs) So (laughs) I don't know what the answer is. But no, I didn't grow up like, I mean, our house was not like, it wasn't like I grew up in like a hoarder's house. Like that's that Mm -hmm. wasn't it. Like our house is just, it's just like wasn't like always super, super tidy. It was clean. Yeah. It wasn't like sparkling everything like no nothing ever out it wasn't like one of those homes where you're like i'm not sure i can sit on the furniture i was so i guess my theory doesn't really play it doesn't really work out then but i was thinking that maybe maybe it's just me uh a lot of a lot of the ways that like that i um my life experience as a child or whatever, like, I do the opposite of that. Yeah. So when I was a kid, like, our house was, like, there's piles. I, I also feel like maybe it's, like, a Midwest thing. Yeah. Piles yes. just naturally happen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm generalizing just because we're both from the Midwest. Maybe. Um, But I was, like, super, super messy. Like, my room was always a mess. I went to college. My dorm room was, like, atrocious. I had my – I didn't have a roommate when I lived in the dorm. Uh-huh. Um, and so I just never, I just threw everything on the floor basically yes. all the time. Uh, so 
was horrible and disgusting person. Um, but then like when I started to like live with other people, like I had roommates yes. and stuff, I got a little bit cleaner. And then uh, like now I'm very much like things need to be tidy. Stop leaving piles everywhere. What are you doing? Yeah. Like not super, I'm not like necessarily crazy about it, but it's definitely different from like how it used to be. Sure. Um, so I was just wondering like what your background was and see if that was the same, but it sounds like it's not at all. And I also want to, I do want to say though, that I feel like being organized and in it, cleaning are two different things yeah they are definitely two different things although they're like it's like there's like a venn it's like a venn diagram there's like overlap but they mm-hmm. are like two different things because i hate cleaning Ugh, completely we hire somebody to clean our house and i'm yes. not ashamed of that same they yes <laughs> the I worst need to jobs ever need, and I, it's her, terrible i need to text our cleaners and like get her back in here like because so, we we stopped for a little bit while all the covid stuff was happening mm-hmm. and i need to like get her back in here because i'm like starting to go a little crazy because she hasn't been here in so long and i'm so bad at cleaning <laughs> it's just like it just does i just it's like i can go th- i can spend twice as much time cleaning my kitchen as claudia does and her her, like it's still three times sparklier when she's done than when i'm done and i'm like i don't understand like do you have like magic fairy dust like i don't understand how do you do it (laughs) like i just it doesn't make any sense to me but she also i think she's like you poor child you're so disorganized because she'll like randomly bring me like organizational things i think oh no (laughs) i think it's like her goal she's she's like 70 i think it's like her goal to like make me be organized (laughs) Someday, someday. I know, and I want to be like, I didn't learn how to do this from my mother. We're just very disorganized in our space. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I watched, like, I watched all of the Marie Kondo show on, I can't remember what the uh, actual name of it was, Tidying Up, was that it? Yeah, that was the name of it. And I watched all of the episodes, and the only thing I really took away from it was how to fold Alex's t-shirts. <laughs> um, so the folding method is amazing. It is. I don't a great always do it because I always forget. <laughs> yeah, I forget a lot of the time. But uh, or not necessarily forget. It's just more that I'm like. I hate folding laundry, so I just a lot of times just shove it in the drawer. Listeners know I'm not very (laughs) much about folding laundry here either, so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I also, so I actually had gotten her book before the show Mm -hmm. and read it and, like, went through everything. Um, I think I maybe, I'm trying to remember when the book came out, but I feel like I kind of did it when we lived in our old house and that would have been oh, four years ago now almost mm-hmm. three years ago I don't know um, and so I remember getting the book and I really liked it and so I was really happy when this show came out uh, because I like really agreed with her philosophy I guess mm-hmm. um, and I think a lot of people in America, mostly, um, like, misunderstood it. Yeah. So they just basically thought, like, Marie Kondo wants you to throw away everything you own. 
And it's like, well, she doesn't, first of all. Like, if you love the things you own, then you can keep them. But the truth is that, like, we're horrible consumers. Yes. Who buy so much crap we don't need. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's mostly just trying to, like, point that out. That, like, if you're going to bring stuff into your house... Yes. You should have a purpose for it, and you should love it, and not just, like, buy stuff to buy stuff, like yes. we always do. Like, be more mindful about the things that you are buying and the yeah. things that you have in your home. Yeah. And that I very much, I very much, like, she's she's a little, she's, she's an interesting bird uh, from watching the show. I was like, huh, okay, you're, you're, an, inter- you're an interesting one. Um <laughs> But uh, I definitely, I definitely have been trying to be more mindful about like the things that I am bringing into my home, and I, I think especially since like bringing the baby home, like oh my god, babies need so much shit, and everyone tells you like you need all of these things for your baby, and you're like, but I don't, like I know I don't need all of these things. And then you get into the whole, like, and you need all of these toys. And you're like, I know that half of these toys that, like, light up and make noise are not actually doing anything for my baby's brain. Like, so I've been in this very much this, like, mental, like, space of, okay, how can I prevent us from just having a bunch of crap that we don't need? And that's, like, almost, like, empty calorie crap. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just feels like it's sort of like, like half the toys I see, it feels like they're like empty calorie toys in a way Mm -hmm. um, versus like some of like the Montessori style of toys that I'm like, okay, that I can get more on board with because it's something that can grow with her and like encourages her to use her imagination and like all of these things. Um, And like, maybe that's because I, I growing up did not have just a bunch of, I didn't have video games and I didn't like, I mean, we had like TV and stuff. It wasn't like my parents were like, here's your stick you can play with. (laughs) But like, you know, like I, they just, I just didn't have a lot of like all the super newfangledy toys. Like I, I was very much about, cause I'm an only child, independent play and, you know, reading and using my imagination and all that stuff. So I don't know. I've just been very much like down this like rabbit hole about that lately. And how can we keep our house from just being full of just crap yeah especially with baby stuff it's super hard because uh everyone wants to buy it for you yes and then you have to you navigate the weird social yes problem of being like please don't buy that for my baby (laughs) and then like try to figure out a way that they can get you something and be grateful and not be right as people would say snobby about. I know. I'm like, it's your kid, why? But also, you don't want your house to, like, explode with toys all the time. Yes. And just be toys everywhere. I mean, even now, like, people are like, well, what do you need? And we're like, well, we don't really need anything. And, like, I appreciate their heart and, like, wanting to get us something, wanting to get us a baby gift. But, you know, we had two years for, per, to prepare. And so mm-hmm. we really, when we came home, we really didn't need hardly anything. And, 
I mean, our friends have sent us lots and lots of baby girl clothes. So we're really covered in that area. And that was really the only thing that we were missing. And, but we do, we've like, even recently had people be like, well, what do you need? And I'm like, we honestly don't need anything. Like, I mean, if they're going to send you something like send you formula. Yeah. Or like a gift card for Target Mm -hmm. or something. Like invariably there will be something I will need at Target. Like, you know, but in terms of just like the typical baby things, like we're covered and I don't, I just, I'm like, I don't, I don't want a bunch of extra stuff because then I have to do something with it. (laughs) (laughs) And then she grows out of it. And then you're like, okay, now I've got to get rid of it. Uh, Yeah. The one thing I thought was interesting about uh, Marie kind of recently, or I can't remember how recently it was at this point, but um, she did mention that her method doesn't really work for babies because she became a mother and she was like, it doesn't, it doesn't work. <laughs> because, <laughs> just because of the nature of kids and like their stuff and everything yes. being out all the time. Like she yes. was like, yeah, it's not yeah it's it's not a perfect but, method but yeah that, it, is, yeah, it's super that hard. is interesting that she's like this works but only not not for kids yeah yeah i thought it was funny i think it's it's definitely interesting too because you think that everyone thinks that she's like this super proponent of because she wants you to organize it and in quote throw everything away right um and that she's like super minimalist and she, I think she is minimalist herself. Probably, uh, yeah. But then people also seem to think that minimalism means that, like, you really can't have anything at all. Right. Uh, and so Marie Kondo has, been, has taken some flack for having a store, which is full of super cute things, by the way. Like, if you want to have some organizing things in your home that are super cute and uh remove the need for like trashy type things like Mm -hmm. plasticky you know plastic Mm -hmm. doodads um all of her stuff is really really cute because i had as soon as people started nagging on it i was like i have to go see what it is (laughs) so she has a store to sell things and people were saying that that was inappropriate because of her brand seems to be minimal minimalism and not buying things which is not true at all uh and so i just want people to like recognize the difference between those things and Mm -hmm. like you can have an organized home and still have things right it's not right and again like it's not about not buying anything it's about being mindful that you actually like the things that you're buying Mm -hmm. like you're not just like you said, buying a bunch of like plastic doodads to buy yeah. a bunch of plastic doodads mm-hmm. to just like fill your home with stuff, which I think, you know, like, so I do think it's, I do think it's hard when you particularly like, you know, if you've got your first apartment and you're in your 20s and you don't have a pot to pee in mm-hmm. and but you need somewhere to like put things you need furniture you need 
places to put things. And then, you know, you move in with someone or you get married and you need the target torch light, torchier light that yes. like everyone yes. has gotten. It's everyone like part of gotten, the rite of passage. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> in our basement now. It was my college lamp and now yep. it's and then it was in the first apartment. Yeah, exactly. So you have this you have the dumb like <laughs> It's the 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 rite of passage lamp with the multiple like uh, arms that go in different directions, and then you like you know you get married and you buy your first house or your first place or whatever, and like so then you're like starting to like replace the crap, but then there's still remnants of the crap that you because it's the only crap that you could afford when you were in your twenties. And you like first it, have your first place. Like I, I do feel like there's this like weird transition period where you're like, okay, now I can afford to buy like things that are gonna last a really long time and that I really like and that are really nice and not just go buy the things at Target or IKEA. Mm-hmm. But there's still like there's you still have those things because they still work. I don't know. There's, I just, I think, I do feel like there is a very strange, there's like a funny transition period of like, I have the stuff from when I was like not very grown up and now I am a real grown up. (laughs) (laughs) And how do I transition to those things? Yeah. I think we're, we've all, I mean, I still have stuff from Ikea. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. You could get a lot of great organizational stuff at Ikea, actually. You can. Um, in my in this room where I record the podcast, I have my like little craft station. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a pegboard with all like little uh I don't know. I was gonna say doodads, that's not right. Uh like <laughs> shelving things and like containers and hooks, hooks for stuff. Yeah. Um and it's it's a really great solution to craft equipment because usually just mm-hmm. shoved all in a box. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's an option if you're looking for something like that, like pegboards. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think, I mean, any store actually has like good options that you might not even like have considered. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people like look for certain things, um, like and they they want the thing that's called like the spice rack. Yes. When like you could use something else as a spice rack. Yes. It just has to fit your spices. <laughs> like. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, when I was putting together um, the nursery, like I, I got like a lot of like little like baskets and things for, to put in the dresser um, mm-hmm. to like hold tiny little baby socks that just go everywhere and headbands and stuff like that. And um, I have some like wire baskets that hold like the cloth diapers and the burp cloths and stuff like that. Um, and none of that, I actually didn't pick up any of those things in the like baby section. Like, yeah. They were all just in different sections of Target. And I just kind of wandered around and I was like, oh, here's some containers and here's some baskets. And like, okay, what can I like use that's going to be the right size? And we'll do what I need it to do so like sometimes you just sort of have to think outside the box a little and like you know we use a lot of um we have a lot of like vintage tins um like vintage saltine tins and uh I think we've got one that's like an old cream of wheat tin and things like that um that um 
my mother-in-law has picked up at various like antique stores and stuff and we use that like I have uh, one that's in my bathroom and I keep my like bath bombs in it and stuff like that um and so like I don't know it's just thinking of like okay what is this thing that like matches my aesthetic um and it's cute but also could like be a container to hold something else doesn't have to be like here is a container that came from the bathroom section in ikea to hold my bath bombs yeah i think the other thing to remember too is that a lot of things that are marketed toward a certain thing like a baby baby's room nursery Mm -hmm. will cost a lot more yes which is so crazy. It's the same thing as like the wedding industry where they find out that like the flowers you need are for a wedding and they're like, it's $5,000 instead uh-huh. of 50. Yeah. It's crazy. Yes. Yeah. It really is. You're like, uh, great. Awesome. Can I, can I like go back and tell you this was not for a wedding? It's just for like a birthday party. Like, does that, does that change it? <laughs> <laughs> I need a very bridal looking bouquet for my birthday party. Mm-hmm. I just really love baby's breath and roses and a <laughs> ribbon tied around it. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. It's, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I do. I do feel like. I, I want I want so badly to like I again like I watched tidying up I watched all the episodes and I was like I want to do this to my house but like so I love her suggestion like for your closet I really I love the suggestion of literally take everything out of your closet in your drawers or whatever and like put it in a pile and then like work from that yes because it makes sense because otherwise you're like you're gonna miss things and you're gonna skip over things and like i i i 100 understand the philosophy behind it but then again i like get overwhelmed and i think about doing it and then i'm like i get like panicky and then i'm like oh god nope (laughs) (laughs) and then i like can't I like need to get into hype like at some point I t- I promise you at some point I will end up in hyper focus mode and then I'll do it and it'll be great but like until that happens like the very thought of putting it all on my bed and then being like now I have to do it so I can go to bed tonight like overwhelms me so <laughs> I don't know how to get past that part of it like I mean I think that's part <gasps> of it like you, you just have to do it I guess <laughs> I need somebody to or like, I mean I need you start to early in the morning and then you have the whole day I guess I need you to come like kick me in the pants it's not actually as as bad as it, it like it seems like it would be overwhelming yeah but once you get started it's actually not that bad yeah I mean it's depending on how much stuff you have I suppose um yeah but like well, you kind of get like a rhythm for it and like as you get into it I think she covers this in the show and even as you get into it you get a feel for like as soon as you pick up something you can decide whether you want it or not as opposed to Mm -hmm. like in the beginning it's more like oh well i like it but i never wear it but i don't know and you like have no idea what to do with it right yes but as you keep going like it just gets easier and easier yeah yeah i just i just needed i 
I know I need to do this in a lot of things, but it's just... Do <gasps> you... So I know that you... Um, your kitchen is small. Mm-hmm. And so I would assume you need some good organizing within the cabinets to be able to figure out like where everything is. Yeah. Especially that, like pantry type stuff. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because I, I was just this past week. So I, somebody actually did, they sent us a target gift card um, when the baby was born. And so I actually just used it to order some stuff. Cause she's going to be, we'll be starting um, like real food with her soon. Mm-hmm. And so I used it to get, um, like a couple like bowls, like we had some spoons, but I got some like of those bowls that like suction to the um, the high chair thing. Um, mm-hmm. I got some of those, and then I got some little like storage containers and stuff for like when we like make her purees or whatever. And I was and and a couple like bibs, silicone bibs, and that I was like, because we do it is a small space and we have a lot of kitchen stuff and so like everything does have a space like everything in my kitchen does have a home and i was like crap all of the spaces are already taken where do i put this new crap like mm-hmm. i hadn't <laughs> like this stuff is new i didn't have space for this and so like i'm not still 100 have a solution i sort of like squirreled them into like these little spots that I don't think that they'll live forever but I was like uh, now I have a whole new category of things that I need to make space for this is annoying <laughs> <laughs> like I did not account for this when I was organizing my kitchen when we moved in four years ago right um, so that was a whole thing um, Alex actually just completely reorganized our spice cabinet um, he had like I guess his version of a hyper-focus mode. I was, like, working, and then I came into the kitchen, and he had, like, completely taken everything out of the spice cabinet, and he pitched a bunch of old stuff and, like, reorganized it, and it's amazing. Um, But, yeah, we definitely have to have, like, a space for everything in our kitchen. Um, It's not 100% perfect, but, you know, like at least we have like a pretty good idea of where things go and where they are and like it's not you know terrible so we we dream of having a bigger kitchen we'd fill it up with stuff at some point so you know we one of the problems that i had in for my pantry is that i can and so i had organized things like at a time when I had full cans of things, like jars of food. Uh-huh. Um, and I had not made a place for empty jars. Oops. Because as you use them, you yes. save, you wash them and save them to use yes. for next time. Uh-huh. Um, and so I just had like all of these jars like kind of crammed in haphazardly. Yeah. That's, everywhere. Yeah. That is, I like, I like have a, a cabinet for mason jars and I had I think I like froze a bunch of tomato sauce or something over the course of a couple summers and so I had actually bought some new like wide mouth mason jars for that because they didn't have enough Mm -hmm. and those never had to go in the cabinet because I just like 
immediately used them and now we're going through to the tomato sauce and now we're like running out of room in the like empty jar cabinet and i'm like hmm do we want to like gift some pickles to somebody like, <laughs> how do we want to get rid of these jars because they're like definitely taking up a lot of space <laughs> And it's funny because like I was giving sourdough starter away to people and I was like, at first I was like putting them in like the the deli containers and Alex uh-huh. was like, why are you putting them in the deli containers? I was like, well, I don't know, like I, I, I didn't want to give away our jars. And he was like, babe. And he like literally opened like three cabinets that are just stuffed full of mason jars. He's <laughs> like, I think we've got enough mason jars, we can spare a few. And I was like, okay, 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 point taken. I'll give it away in mason jars next time. <laughs> See, but at my house, I might use all of those. Well, that's what I was like. Well, you know, like, uh. he was like, babe, mason jars are like a buck at the hardware. I was like, okay, fine. That does bring up a good point, though. Do you have a lot of things in your house that are like, we never actually use it, but we don't want to get rid of it because what if we do use it? Eventually, we might need it. Do you have, like, a wide collection of those things? Yes, and... Is there a guilty party? There is a guilty party, and that actually... The guilty party is not me on that. (laughs) I was assuming that. (laughs) I... It it is not me. Um, I... Because, like, I will hang... I do hang on to things for a little while, and then I get to the point where I'm like, I have... Like, for example, my office closet was a hot mess for a long time, and then... I had a hyper-focused day, and I was like, I am fixing this. And there were a couple boxes in there. Like, we had been living in our house probably two years at that point. And there were a couple boxes in there that were from when we moved. And they had just gotten put in there, and we'd never opened them. And I was like, babe, to be, I was like ready to just literally take the box out and put it in the trash because I was like, if mm-hmm. I have not opened this box in over two years, I don't need yeah. whatever's in here. Like, there's nothing yeah. in here. I couldn't tell you what's in here. I haven't touched it in two years. I don't need it. I could just literally go and like put it in the garbage. And like, I I actually pulled this stuff out and I like put it in the like get rid of pile. And then Alex went through it. Oh no. Yeah. And then he pulled out a bunch of this, and I was like, babe, like, so now it's in the base. So now, not all of it, but some of it now is in the basement, because I was like, so at some point, again, we're going to have to go through this again of, like, we have not touched this stuff, because it's yeah. not like it's, like, sentimental stuff. Like, there's sentimental no, I things, mean... and I am very sentimental about certain things, and so, like, mm-hmm. there are certain certain sentimental stuff you don't get rid of, but then there's just, like, stuff that I'm like, I haven't... I literally, he's like, well, what if? I'm like, no, like, stop the what ifs. Like, I, you can what if until we become hoarders. Like, no, bye, <laughs> get rid of it. Because I'm in a get, when I am in a getting rid of stuff mood, you need oh, to yeah. ride that wave with me. Come on, babe, let's ride the wave. Get every get everything gone. Yeah. Yeah. When, when that happens boat. to me, I make, <laughs> I make everyone in the house do it. I'm like, it's time, it's time to go through all of our stuff. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, over spring break, I think it, no, spring break, we were in quarantine, so it wasn't spring break. (laughs) Before that, we, I made the kids go through all their toys, and we had, like, a carload just of toys that we got rid of, which was ridiculous. 
but it was all stuff they don't play with. And I was like, why do we even have like any of this? You don't play with anything. Yeah. <laughs> why? Um, we have a box. It's actually smaller than it used to be. But it was like just a box of like computer parts and cables. Oh my God. All the cables. So many cables. Is that like, a, that's like a weird guy oh, thing. They just have yes. all the cables. The cables. And I'm like, babe, is this cable go to anything? Oh no, just set it over there. Yeah. And he's like, well, we might need a coaxial cable at some point. And I'm like, will we? Yeah. I'm like, look. Will we really need one? Will we, re- how, will we how- need an, a 50 foot long ethernet cable? Right. I don't and think I, so. And I kind of <laughs> also want to be like, look. How much does a 50 foot long Ethernet cable cost? 10 bucks? Mm-hmm. We could go, if for some reason we need a 50 foot long Ethernet cable, at, after we get rid of this one, we'll go buy one. If he's going to make you do that with your jars, he needs to do it with his cables. Yes! Like, I feel that. how is that hard to understand? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I did make him go through his cables. A while ago, and like he got rid of a bunch of stuff when we yeah. like clean out. I think we cleaned out the garage last fall or something like that. And I was like, "You have to get rid of some of this nonsense." Got and he to did. Go. <laughs> and he also got rid of like I don't know. There was like a grill that we had that like a, a camping grill that uses like it's from like did it nineteen seventy five or something, and it uses white white gasoline or no. whatever it's called. white fuel i don't know it's not propane it's a pain in the ass like it doesn't light half the time he's no. literally the only person who could ever get it to work none no. of our other friends could get it to work it's i couldn't go. get to work and he was like well what are we gonna i'm like no we are never mm-hmm. gonna use this again we are buying yeah. a brand new one that actually works and uses propane like sane people yes <laughs> uh so we got got rid of all those cables but i can tell you right now in the closet of this room is a (laughs) tiny you know those like mini mini computer laptops yes they're like are not they're not they're like tablet sized but it's like a real computer yes that is in the closet we haven't used that and i don't i don't know how many years and then there's also a stack of rewritable (laughs) cd-roms right well because Because we'll definitely need those in our computers that do not have have a computer that will take (laughs) has a cd drive i know i still have i still have a laptop that actually has usb ports and even my laptop does not have a cd drive Yes, the computer I'm using right now has so, USB ports still, but does not have a... Like, you know, no, yeah. that's... <laughs> but they're sitting in there. They're ready to go. Because what if? What if For we something. need them? I know. Just, I just in case. It just... <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those where like, okay, I'm on the organization train, and then he's not. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god. Because it does not take much to derail my organization train. Like, it's very easy to just, like, boop, right off the rails. Mm -hmm. So if I'm on it and then he's not, then I'm like, well, fuck it. (laughs) Then I give up. So, yeah, I just, the the TLDR is I need you to just come kick everyone's ass into gear. Thanks. I mean, the problem is that my solution will be you're going to throw a lot of stuff away. That's fine. Okay. 
just, just as long as you go into it aware of that I need to make somebody make me throw a lot of stuff away or get rid of a lot of stuff or whatever like oh my gosh it's too much it's too much so okay tying our organization this is a little this kind i mean it's like tangentially related let's talk about the capsule wardrobe yeah so i really love the idea of a capsule wardrobe yeah um, i think we talked about it a little bit when we did our podcast with kim yes um mm-hmm. And I, if you don't know what a capsule wardrobe is, it's basically a small amount of items that you have for your wardrobe that are very versatile, so you can mix and match and create dozens of outfits from, like, ten pieces or something. Um, Yeah, I feel like it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, you could get dressed in the dark and... Yeah, and you're not going to look like an idiot. And, yeah, I mean, that's sort of how I, I guess, always think about it. Like maybe unless that's you not pick the right like two pairs of pants, but... obviously, <laughs> that's not going to work. Right. Unless you can figure that out. If you can put a pair of pants on the top, kudos to you. <laughs> Tell me your secrets. Um, and so there's a lot of stores out there that actually sell clothes that are like more catered to like a capsule wardrobe style. Um. Although the only one that's coming to mind right now is theory. Uh, <laughs> because they're all like very basic. Oh, a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of them are um, just blacks and black and white and gray, like shades of those mm-hmm. and like navy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have to have like no color. It's right. not like you have to it's dress like Mark Zuckerberg like every day. You've got a certain number, like I've got a certain number of tops and I've got a certain number of bottoms and I've got like two skirts and two dresses and Mm -hmm. two jackets and then they like can all mix and match so like if you're the type i like i guess if you're the type of person that wears a lot of color then maybe you've got like lots of colorful tops and you know your like basic bottoms or something like that i think i think a lot of people that tend to do capsule wardrobes tend to wear a lot of neutrals but i mean i feel like you could totally do capsule wardrobe with color it's just depending on like how you want to like how you do it well the other thing you could do is um use color as your accessory so yeah scarves and things like that also really work i've uh read a bunch of articles on this a few months ago and uh there was somebody who said that she decided to do a capsule wardrobe for a week or so was basically like the same it was like a really it was a really limited number of items it's like the same like maybe five items for the whole week including going to work Mm -hmm. uh and she said that nobody noticed that she basically wore the same thing every day (laughs) so for everyone who thinks that people care about what you wear they they don't don't. they really don't (laughs) and for people like us who work from home all the time like it makes so much sense to me because that's what I've been thinking about getting into is because I have all of these like d- nice clothes and like yeah. dress up clothes and dresses. I used to have like 40 dresses. Wow. I got rid of a lot of them, but also I still have a lot of dresses and I'm like, why do I have all these dresses? Like fancy, like nice dresses? N- like well, they were like, dresses? like what kind of dress? I'm very interested. I mean, in they were like, you could, you. 
you could like wear them to work dresses they were mm-hmm. like a-line skirt dresses not like super super fancy ones okay yes mm-hmm. they're like day dresses sure but i had a lot of them <laughs> so when i worked in the office like i could wear a dress every day if i wanted to sure um but there's no point in that when i work right. at home i feel like i've accidentally like got like created my own capsule wardrobe like just over time like i just i wear a lot of tank tops i wear a lot of t-shirts um i have in the like for the winter i have a lot of like oversized sweaters and i wear a lot of leggings and like i feel like i i especially especially lately like since the quarantine started and I basically stopped wearing jeans um but even a little bit with my jeans like I feel like I can like reach into my pile of clean clothes that I never folded and like pull out pretty much anything and I'm like oh that goes together <laughs> so I feel like it's like an accidental like oh look capsule wardrobe didn't mean to make yeah, that happen I think- here it is though well and the other <laughs> The other thing, too, is that for most people, you end up reaching for the same things in your closet anyway. Yes. Yeah. So why bother having all those other clothes? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is. There is definitely, like, I, and the only reason that I keep, like, some of, like, my nice, my, my nicer tops is, like, for the occasional date night and then, like, when we travel for work and I have to wear something nice to like a a cocktail party or something like that. Yeah. But like, so, so many of my clothes, especially right now are very much like comfort and like, they could be cute. Like I, like I've got a new maxi dress that like it's comfy, but like it's, I could like accessorize with it and like make it cute, but also Mm -hmm. like it's comfy yeah i've been thinking about actually just getting rid of almost all my clothes and like i know it's not wouldn't be good to like just get rid of everything to get rid of it and start over but like paring down like as much as possible yeah and having like one nice outfit and like that's my nice outfit yeah (laughs) yeah Nope, this is it. This is what you're going to see me in for the next three years. Legitimately, though, I, like, did that for a while. I had, like, one nice dress that I wore to every wedding for, like, two years in a row. And and it was, like, a period of time where we had a bunch of friends getting married. (laughs) It was, like, two or three years I, like, wore the same dress and, like, basically the exact same outfit to, like, every nice function. And then I was, like okay, I guess I got to, like, get something else to, like, put into the rotation because now everyone has seen it and, like, now it's starting to be not just, like, my friends and family have seen it, but now also all of my coworkers and my clients have seen it. And so, like, maybe I need to, like, act like I own other clothes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I say, go for it. Ride it into lot. the sunset. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I've been photographed in this a lot. I really got my money's worth out of it. Like, I'll keep it still, but like I should maybe get something else to like work into the rotation. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of clothes, do you we talked a tiny bit about the folding method that Marie Kondo uses. Mm-hmm. Do you organize your clothes in any specific way? Like um, do you um, do her folding method for underwear? 
for oh, example. God. Underwear all just gets shoved into yeah. a drawer. Like, I have such I good intentions. But. I literally don't, like, okay, like, my husband's boxer briefs, yes, those get folded. My underwear, absolutely not. Because I've got, like, all different style, like, no, that is not, it just literally gets full, it just goes in a drawer, and it's a, it's just, it's a free-for-all in there. Um, so, like, I have all of my, so, like, in my closet, like, my dresses all sort of go together, like, my, like, nicer tank tops, like, sleeveless shirts, t-shirts long sleeve shirts like they're all sort of like grouped together like that and then I have like my comfy t-shirts and tank tops and stuff those get the like folding the Marie Kondo folding method and they're like in their little drawers or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, and then like workout clothes kind of all go together um so like I kind I like try to kind of at least organize in like okay it's warm I'm going out to dinner i want to wear a sleeveless top go to this part of my closet all my sleeveless tops are there to like look through mm-hmm. um so it, it's it's like i'm like sort of there i'm like almost i'm so close <laughs> i'm so close and then there's just like other parts of my closet that are a hot mess but i'm like i'm trying i'm trying <laughs> The funny thing is I was looking in my closet. I was putting laundry away today before um, before we hopped on to record. And I was like, I get rid of a lot of stuff and I don't feel like I buy things. But how do I have so many clothes? Like, right. just t-shirt, like so many t-shirts, which is fine. Like I wear a lot of t-shirts. That's usually, I wear a tank top or a t-shirt, but I'm just like, but why do I have all of these? Yes. <laughs> like, how did it, how did I get to be and so I, many clothes when I, like, definitely do not buy that many clothes? I know. Well, then I, but then I also look at it and then I realize, like, I have tops in there that I've had for, like, seven years. Yes. Like, I literally, I, like, I can point out items in my closet to you that I have had since Alex and I started dating seven years ago. since before we started dating and uh so like i definitely got some mileage out of some of these things so that so like sometimes i'm like oh my god how did i do this and then i'm like but also i like wore the shit out of that yeah i had a pair of jeans that was basically like i don't know it was they were at least five years old but they were like my go-to jeans and i finally got rid of them because they got a hole in the crotch thigh area (laughs) and I was like I know I could patch this but it's still gonna look like I have a hole in the crotch (laughs) so because I do so it's probably not worth patching these right yeah like I wear my clothes into the ground um which is why it's so funny that I'm like why do I have all these clothes uh I, I don't know it's just a never-ending problem, which is kind of probably why I got so into, like, the organizing, downsizing thing. Because I was just, like, I start to, like, get twitchy about things that I have a lot of for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, I think, and I think it's definitely because, like, 
I was so messy when I was younger that I'm just like, now I can't be like, I'm just like, I have to not be messy. I have to like put it all away. But it's also funny because my desk is always a disaster. Yes. Like everything else will be super organized in the whole house. And it's like, my desk is just a pile of stuff. Like right now there's like, uh, there's three cookbooks um, and then two other books that I got, my planner, another notepad, <laughs> like some mail, uh, yes. just like a bunch of other stuff that's just piled onto there that I'm like, mm, I probably need to take care of that. So we did talk about our husband and the cable husbands, not husband. We do not share a husband. We are not sister wives. Not uh, yet. Hus- not yet. If we're <laughs> well on our way though. Our husbands and the cables, but like, I do have to give a shout out to the fact that I know we both have notebooks. <laughs> so many notebooks. So many notebooks. <laughs> so I understand that people want to give me notebooks because I'm a writer. Yes. But also, like, I have so many notebooks. Right. Please stop giving me notebooks. There's no way. I don't journal, so there's no way I'm going to fill all of these notebooks. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what am I going to use all these notebooks? Because also, like, I'm like, well, I could take... But, like, I... For actually taking notes for, like, work and things, like, I like a spiral-bound notebook, and many of these are, like, the... the they're not spiral-bound. I, I, I don't... But they're also... You're like, so, but it's so pretty. And then, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, they're always cute, or at least, like, useful. Like, I'm not going to get rid of it. So... Uh. I don't know. I, I try to use them for like grocery lists and stuff now, <laughs> at the very least. Uh, it's just a, a whole mess of of notebooks. I think I have I have one notebook that I I don't know if I'm like saving it or what I'm doing with it, but it's from the conference that I put on three years ago. Uh, completely unused. I think probably still wrapped in plastic. <laughs> Uh, but you have but it's it. such just it's such a pretty color. I'm not going to get rid of it. <laughs> just just in case you. It's ever a nice need. notebook. <sighs> uh, but there's no. I mean, I guess they're on a bookshelf, so that's the way I would organize them. Sure. Okay. But once you do start writing in them, you also don't write in like just one of them. Yeah. Because that would make sense. Yes. So then you have like six notebooks flying around your house with, with like all different three kinds pages of notes in them. On them written yes. in. Yes. <laughs> I have, I was telling you yesterday, I was trying to find notes from a conference that I went to. I know it took a notebook with me. I don't know which one it is <laughs> because I have multiple notebooks with conference notes in them. Because why would I bring the same notebook every time? That would make sense. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a struggle. Well, and then like you go to a conference and then they give you a notebook in the swag bag and you're like, well, I guess I could use this notebook. Because if you leave it behind, then it's trash. Yes. And I don't like trash either. <laughs> I know. It's, it's so horrible. Yeah. I, I mean, that is a thing. We do get a lot of swag at conferences that we go to. And there is a lot of like, I I often find myself in the hotel room, like packing my suitcase at the end of the time, like looking at the stuff from the swag bag and knowing like, okay, like I'm not going to use half of this stuff, but what do I do with it? Do I take it home? Do I leave it? What do I do? 
Like, I don't, I, I end up in, again, it's like a spiral. Like, oh, what do I do? Like some, like I've been to conferences that have really nice stuff. And then you're like, okay, I will use this. This is a thing. And then I go to some conferences and you just get a bunch of like plastic doohickeys and you're like, oh, okay, well, do I throw it away at home or do I throw it away here? I don't know. It's, you just like end up in this like, oh, there's stuff, stuff. I guess, yeah, one of the, th- there's, I like it when conferences have a thing where you can like, you either pick your swag or you can like put it back out. Oh, like swap? <laughs> yeah, I like to swap with other people. Um, not that many actually do it, which is interesting. Uh, but like uh, I went to the Alt Summit and they, it wasn't like a swag bag situation. It was like, a, a, it, they called it a a gifting party. Kind of like a a gift shop situation? Yeah, it was like a shop. Like, you got to pick a certain number of items, and you had a little, like, thing on your badge where you got stamped so you didn't, like, scam the system. Uh Uh-huh. And you went went around to all the different booths, and you decided if you wanted something from their booth, and then you, like, claimed it. Uh Uh-huh. And that was really nice. Uh, Not necessarily everything that they had, like, you ended up, being able to get because obviously they ran out of some things because some things were more popular but it was a nice way to like have you be involved in this selection and then like actually talk to the people that were handing out the swag Mm -hmm. thought that was cool yeah um and then you don't have stuff that you're like throwing away at the end right because you're right like what you don't you don't want to leave it for the cleaning people they don't want it right not unless it's like booze or something i don't know (laughs) like yeah i do a lot of times if it's like if it's stuff that i know that i'm not going to use at all sometimes i'll still bring it home because then then i can at least recycle it or something like i know it'll go in the right receptacle right or i can donate it if it's something that is semi-useful yeah that's yeah. true. That's true. I don't know. I don't know that it, I don't know that any of us have a real answer, but I have the desire to be a minimalist. I just Yeah. Organized minimalist is like my dream, but speaking we'll of other ways of other other things that would help you achieve your dream, I think this would really help you. Do tell me. A label maker. I think you need a label maker. Label makers are awesome. All right. So you're going to (laughs) come stay with me for a week and organize my house. And you're going to help me buy, pick out a label maker. And we're going to label all the things in my house. Mm -hmm. The only problem with label makers is that the labels that they make are kind of ugly (laughs) because they only have like one font. Oh, yeah. Um, So... You know, you could also get a cricket, and then we could make out make cricket labels, uh, and solve know, both our crafting problems you, and what our organization. <laughs> I'm not see, angling for I anything. I see what you're doing here, <laughs> but I really do like my label maker. Um, it's pretty. It's great. We use it for our like. Which is dumb. We use it for file folders, which is kind of crazy because file folders already have a tab you can write on. Well, sure. But we make labels for them. <laughs> I mean, 
yeah. I would do that if I had a label maker instead of just write on them. Yeah. I use it for um, our pantry containers, uh, like for all the different kinds of flowers that I have. Mm-hmm. I can never tell them apart, so I label those. Mm-hmm. Um, different spices, obviously. Good use yeah, for it. I label a lot of stuff with uh, painter's tape mm-hmm. in our pantry. But this one does it for you. Well, yes. It would be, it would be, it it would look much more professional than the painter's tape. Um, And then also, uh, we've used it in the past for some of the kids stuff too, when they were going to daycare. Yeah, that's not permanent. Like it doesn't. um, That's a big question mark for me. I'm mm -hmm. like, how the fuck am I going to organize things when she goes, like, how am I going to label things when she goes to daycare? Yeah. So we had to label, uh, you know, you have to label like the bottle. Mm-hmm. But you also have to label the cap because they lose those. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so the label maker really came in handy then because I didn't want to just write on them with marker. So right, uh, we labeled everything. Well, I may be purchasing a label maker. Yeah, you can soon. also if you don't want to get like a whole label maker, you can go on Etsy and there's lots of uh, small shops that like will custom make you labels. That are either like sew on labels or uh-huh. sticker labels. Oh, that's good to know. So, also, like a regular printer like, that does I, like the Avery labels, you oh, could do it yeah. too. Because I literally was like, how am I supposed to label all the things? Yeah. For daycare. You just have to sit down and do it. I guess. I guess I think what we did to make it uh, not seem so hard, I think, is what we labeled like the first day's worth of stuff and then as we like switch things out we put more labels on Mm -hmm. so and we try to use like the same stuff every day like for he had like a you know like a daycare set yes and then a home set yeah well because like i know like the daycare that we're planning to use like they've like they've got a washer and dryer there and they've got like the dishwasher like the industrial dishwasher and stuff there and so like you basically can keep a set of bottles like a couple bottles there like if you think you've got like a sleep sack or a blanket or like whatever that you can like just keep there so that like keeps you from having to constantly like swap things out Mm -hmm. um which is probably going to be helpful but yeah i'm like i gotta label Diaper bag, I could label all the things. <laughs> but it's so satisfying to like type into the label maker and then it goes <laughs> and then it has a little button to like slice it off. It's great. Megan's one true love, the label maker. I mean, it's between my label maker and my box cutter. I really like my box you cutter. I love your box cutter. It's awesome. <laughs> it's got a clip that can say it up so it can be on my pants. <laughs> oh, God, I love you. Oh, man. <laughs> well, that's, you know, the, the, the joy you feel from your, uh, from your box cutter and label maker, I feel like it's a great, uh, it's a great segue into the, what's bringing us joy. Sure. <laughs> So what what besides your uh, box cutter with the clips you can put it on your pants is <laughs> bringing you joy? Um, this is probably preemptive joy, but as in when we talk again, I will probably have an update about how it was not joyous. 
but uh, we are going camping in a few days. And I'm excited about it because uh, I haven't gone in a while. Getting out of the house, for one, uh, will be amazing. Yes. Um, I haven't gone camping in a while because we were supposed to go over spring break. Obviously, it did not happen. Right. Uh, And then my family went in November when you were here. Mm -hmm. So that didn't happen then. Yes, because you you did stay behind and hang out with me. You did not make leave me alone in your house <laughs> yes also we had work to do like we were working we it wasn't like we were just hanging out we had good time while we worked um and then the spring before when we usually go uh i didn't go but i don't remember why i think like i had to work on something we were just too busy at work because we had like a thousand events uh-huh. coming up, and also someone needs to take care take care of our our cats, yeah. and so I was like, I'm just gonna stay home. And so I don't think I've gone camping for like a year and a half. That's and so, wild. yeah, it's been a while, and so I'm looking forward to it. Um, except for the fact that I found out it is going to be very hot. <laughs> um, no thanks. So. I will check in again with you soon. But I like everything else about camping. I like being outside. Um, we have a hammock, so I, we just set up the hammock, and I like to spend most of my time in the hammock. And then when the sun goes down, I spend the rest of the time in front of the fire. So it's a lot of sitting around, you know, listening to nothing. It's pretty the, great. Listening to the silence in nature. Yes. Yes. I like that. Hopefully not too many other people. So I like that. Yeah. What about you? Um, in Illinois, they just passed that you can buy cocktails to go. What? Like forever? Uh, like it? Like it's a law, or is it just for COVID? It. It's cocktails to go now legal in Illinois. <gasps> Bars and restaurants. Uh, maybe I should move to Illinois. Maybe you should. Bars and restaurants with liquor licenses can now sell pre-mixed cocktails for delivery and pickup. Wow. It was we overwhelmingly cannot... passed by the House and Senate. It, and it does say in an effort to support them during the COVID-19 panic, but it's not... I'm not seeing anything about it like only last like being temporary yeah yeah it says under the new law pre-mixed cocktails have to be delivered by an employee over 21 who must also verify the age and level of intoxication of the recipient they must be properly sealed and inaccessible to the delivery drivers and it can't be delivered by third-party delivery services but like that's yeah. like pretty great for us, they they changed the laws for COVID, so you could get um, delivery and pick up cocktails, mm. um, but only like obviously only from places that serve food. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are not pre mixed. You have to mix it yourself. Yes, that was the previous law. Was like it could be a, a cocktail kit, mm-hmm. but uh, the bar like the bar industry was like that profit margin is like super tiny and so they just passed this so like i am pretty excited i was like one of the first things i saw when i woke up in the morning because i get um emails from our local newspaper with various like news updates 
through during the day and that was like one of the emails that I saw this morning and I like screenshot it and sent it to my friend and she was like this is the best thing I've seen all week (laughs) yeah so that's pretty awesome not gonna lie to you (laughs) that's exciting I remember when I was in college I went to Canada um visit my Canadian boyfriend no I'm just kidding to visit friends <laughs> in Canada uh, <laughs> and they lived in Montreal and you get like anything delivered in Montreal and I was like what and they're like you don't have this I'm like you can get pizza <laughs> like it was I was right. just blown like, away because they were like we're gonna order euros and we're gonna order like somebody needed some cigarettes we're gonna order some like some beer and some other I'm like what you can do that what? (laughs) It was amazing to me. Um, That is pretty amazing. So that's exciting to get cocktails like that. Yeah. I I haven't had a real cocktail in a a long time. I know, because I... I had a margarita a couple weeks ago, but I had to mix it myself, and it just wasn't the same. No, that's disappointing as shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't want to mix it myself. I don't want to go buy the things to make it myself. I want want it to Well, I mean, it was like takeout. It was a takeout margarita, but I I still had to, like, mix it. And I don't think think the ratio of the little tiny bottle. Yeah, I feel like it's never quite right. Yeah, I think it was wrong. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I, I am excited. I can, like, order cocktail to go. Like, I have missed, like, I, I, I don't eat, like, you guys know I'm not a big drinker. Mm-hmm. Um, but Because like, you get I, drunk real quick. Because I get drunk so quick. And I'm just <laughs> like, it's just, I'm such a lightweight. And then I act really inappropriate. It's just the whole thing. So, but, like, I do enjoy, like, a really a really well-made cocktail because mm-hmm. like especially something that i can like kind of sip on and just really enjoy like i, I just i like that i like going out i like because we when we go out um especially if it's like a place where like our friends are working like they know what i like and they like will make me something special and like i miss that so oh, do you remember those pear cocktails that we had <gasps> Those yes. were so good. They were really good. Mm. Was that at that place in Austin? Yes, it was at Odd Duck. Oh yes. Mm. If That's anyone right. is in the listening area of Austin or comes to visit, you should go to Odd Duck. It's one of my favorite it was restaurants. Really good. We attempted to order the whole menu. Don't do that. Yeah, that was a. That was a. I was wearing jeans and I regretted a lot of things about that decision. I mean, I regretted a lot of things, but I also didn't. Right. It was like so delicious, mm-hmm. but also I was so full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. A, definitely a thing. So, yeah, for real. That was good. Well, next week, we are going to be back here with one of our favorite guests, and we're going to talk about skincare again. Yes, you guys loved Ade, and she's going to be back while we chat about myths and misconceptions about some of your favorite skincare products. Until then, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and listen to us on your favorite platform. You can also follow us on social media at IRSI Podcast or send us an email at I'd Rather Stay in Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Talk to you soon.